Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. Good to have you. My name is Rick Luper. It is the April 2015 edition of our monthly show. And it's National Poetry Month. Happy National Poetry Month, ladies and gentlemen. A few things to tell you that we have going on during National Poetry Month before we get to our callers, you and your poetry. Do plan on calling in and reading a poem. The number is 646 716 7362. We have no content or style restrictions, and we'd love to hear your poetry today live on the air or on the internet, as the case may be. Who really listens to things on the air anymore? Although, to be fair, there is a big red indicator here on the Blog Talk Radio dashboard that says on air. I guess that's a metaphor at this point, which is fine because this is a poetry show and that's what we do. Anyway, as I mentioned, it's National Poetry Month, so a couple things to tell you. First of all, last week we published our 17th annual Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day issue, in which we basically suspended uh, a good deal of our normal editorial process and, uh, and, and selection process, basically. And instead of publishing two poets as Poets of the Week, we published 39 39 poets from all over the world, each of whom contributed a poem uh, in response to the Holocaust for Yom HaShoah, which was which was last week. We've been doing this for 17 years. It's really a, it's it's an astounding issue. It's a profound issue. It's still online, and you should definitely check it out. Just go to our website, PoetrySuperHighway.com, and you'll see it's the second post we are. If if you are a poet who appeared in that issue, perhaps you want to call in during our show today and read your poem. It's up to you, not a requirement, not the exclusive theme of the show, but certainly something uh, that that's an option for you. Second of all, as we've done now, well, this is the third year that we've done this, we are publishing a poetry writing prompt every single day for National Poetry Month. Many people, as judged by the typhoon of poems that has been released onto the Internet over the last 18 days or so, are participating in 3030, National Poetry Writing Month, in which people commit to writing a poem every single day during National Poetry Month. So that's very cool, uh, and it also sounds very daunting. How do you how do you go about doing that? What if you don't have an idea of something to write? Well, that's where we come in, and actually, we're not the only ones doing this. There's plenty of places to get these ideas. We're publishing a poetry writing prompt every single day during National Poetry Month. So we uh, published what is it, the 19th today? We published the 19th one today. And they show up in, in three different places. They show up on our website. You can, If you go to PoetrySuperHighway.com, you can see in the right column it says Today's Writing Prompt, and you can click right to it. You can also see all of the writing prompts from this month under the uh, Special Projects menu on the Poetry Superhighway website. Um, it says Writing Prompts, and then under that there's actually all of the prompts for the last three years. So, so far we have 19 from this year. You can see all 30 from last year and all 30 from the year before that as well. We're also posting them to our Facebook page. So every day, this happens about midnight Pacific time. You do the math, please. 
in case you don't live in Pacific time. Uh, we post the poetry writing prompt in our Facebook page. The idea being that you can read this prompt, and if you write a pr- poem from the prompt, you can post your poem as a as a comment to that post, thus uh, interacting with other poets with your latest creation, and uh, and I, I guess also letting the person who wrote the prompt know that uh, something came of of the uh, poetry writing idea that they came up with. Um, lots of other people are doing poetry writing prompts. If you're looking for ideas, we're offering some. Uh, but if you do a search for poetry writing prompts, you will find many, many out there if you're looking for ideas of uh, of things to write. The cool thing about what we're doing, I think, is that we uh, – where where do these prompts come from, you might ask? Well, comma, and this is where the cool thing comes in. We invited our constituents, the Poetry Superhighway um, uh, email list subscribers and Facebook group members to submit these prompts. Actually, we invited anyone to submit these prompts, uh, and the 30 prompts, poetry writing prompts that we're publishing this month are uh, were all chosen from those that were submitted by um, many, many people uh, leading up to National Poetry Month. We received far more prompts than we could possibly use uh, in that there are only 30 days in the month, but we are publishing always open for anything of uh, any uh, poetry nature, poetrical nature, I think is the correct term. Um, Our only guideline is there is that you only post something in there once per day. That is as a new post. You can post comments all all you want, all day long. Uh, There you go. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, that's what's happening with us for National Poetry Month. And now it's uh, it's your turn to be heard, to have your poems heard. So uh, call in, would you? The number, again, is 646-716-7362. And um, we're going to get to our first caller right now from the 740 area code. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Who's this? This is Laurie. Hi, Laurie. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Ohio. Ohio. What uh, what what city? I like to uh, get demographic on people. We promise we sure, won't come to your house. Steubenville. <laughs> yeah. Steubenville. Well, welcome. Uh, welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. How's Thank National you. Poetry Month going for you? Really good. Really good. Very ins- very inspiring. <clears throat> cool. Very much. Well, um, do, do you have a poem for us? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I have entitled it, um, but. Uh, I'll go ahead and read it for you. Um, It starts, I have spent time with you. I've seen your demons. In fact, I think you are one. I have watched you manipulate, take advantage of, intimidate, lie. The means always justify the end, no matter how many dead bodies, broken hearts, shattered relationships, or damaged souls you leave in your wake. As long as it works in your favor to get what you want, to get the outcome you desire. The wake you leave behind is of no consequence to you. It was well worth it. They were expendable, factored into the cost. After all, if they are cal- they are not callous enough to, dis- dis- to disregard their soft heart, not bright enough to see my manipulation, not smart enough to detect my very dark motives, not brave enough to stand up to me, not strong enough to speak out against me, not wise enough to see through my lies. It is their misstep in life. They caused their own fall. I just taught them a lesson. They ought to thank me. I now know you embrace the dark side. You dwell there out of choice, not circumstance. Thank you. Thank you, Laurie. Um, nice job. Is that something that you wrote this month? I guess it must be recently because it doesn't have a title yet. Um, you know what? I wrote it a while ago. I just I still haven't decided on a title yet. So, but yeah, I wrote it recently. Well, you do and, have uh, the rest of your rest of your life to uh, you know uh, uh, to uh, to finish that up. So you know, no hurry. Yep, yep. And I appreciate you letting me read it on on uh, on the phone. 
No problem. Um, do you? Uh, um, is there anything uh, live that goes on in Steubenville, Ohio, that you can tell us about? Any poetry readings that you participate in, or anything like that? You know what? We don't have anything around here. Um, the closest place is in Pittsburgh, PA, and it's probably Pittsburgh's about a half an hour away, but the closest place is probably about an hour, an hour and a half. So I don't get to do it that often, but I'd like to. Well, maybe you should start something. You know what? You know what? That is a good idea. Thank you for putting that the putting that in my uh my brain. I appreciate that. No problem. I, there's nothing like uh you know, a reading poetry live in front of other people and and more importantly having the chance to to interact with with fellow artists and poets. Uh um it's a good thing. So do me a favor, do that and then call us back and let us know what happened. Okay, I sure will and I thank you so much. No problem. All right, thanks for calling in, Lori. That was uh, Lori calling from Steubenville, Ohio, opening up our uh, April 2015 National Poetry Month edition of Poetry Superhighway Live. The number for you to call in, ladies and gentlemen, and please do. The number is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 705 area code. Hi. Hello, Rick. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Who's uh, this? Alex. Alex from Canada? From Canada again, my friend. <laughs> as far as I know, there's only one person named Alex in Canada, which is why I could so boldly, uh, you know, uh, 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 say that to you. Well, we're getting to know each other pretty good with me getting on every month almost now, so it's pretty cool. We're like We're like best friends, I think. I think absolutely we are. In spirit brotherhood, anyways, with with writing and sharing thoughts that uh, bring up the ascension of mankind, anyways. That's exactly what we're doing. Um, Alex, good to hear your voice again. Um, Let's let's hear your poem. Okay. It's called Near or Above. And because I'm coming in about one week's time for a visit to San Diego... I am we're going to be going to Sequoia National Forest, and so I wrote this one in honor of the, the trees that exist there. These towering timbers have stood for thousands of years, through season after season, etching marks on a historical calendar. While many lives come and go, they only have flourished. The winds test their fortitude in the same breath, the two share harmonics in these sounds of frequencies, which, when placed in proper sequence, so have ascending tones. As the roots to both are lengthy, if one was to fall, it'd be like losing one from your own family. Such a closeness, complements, ushers in an awareness of what the soul can perceive when exposed to wide-open planes. Doors and windows serve no purpose. As what the mind intends, so can it create with revealing visions from one's inner wisdom, which is enhanced by being in the presence of such ancient intuitives. As some life forms are wired differently, their shape continuously evolves due to constant contact between those who recognize even slight variations and impact whose magnitude is felt the deepest in those near or above the surface. For it's not by coincidence when two paths intersect whose alignments become parallel. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting that you're coming to Southern California. Um, I, uh, uh, um, not quite Los Angeles, but... Um, it's only uh, two we're, hours we're, away, Rick. Yeah, I know. We're, we're practically going to intersect. Do you have any plans? Go for coffee if you wanted to. Um, you know what? Give me a call or, or send me a message offline, and if it, if it's possible for you to be up in 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 LA, maybe maybe we can work it out. Absolutely. Are you doing any poetry or anything in in San Diego? What's your what's the purpose of your visit? Um, it, it's more uh, to take my seven year old daughter out there and show her the sights a little bit because it's been five years since she's been out there and. And to hook up with a lot of my cousins that live in Sacramento and uh, and to spend a very spiritual time in Sequoia National Forest because we live in very changing times right now and the wisdom and the energy being 
exuding from those trees. If you're energy aware, it's an amazing experience. So I'm looking forward to a huge deep meditation within the confines of that forest. So. Well, that sounds great, and certainly San Diego is a, is a really fun family destination with, with lots to do. There's lots of poetry that happens down there uh, as well, so uh, 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 just you know, something to think about when you're heading, heading out that way. Well, Alex, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for, for calling in this month. Okay, Ricky, have a great day, and uh, we'll talk soon. Maybe you can go for coffee. Sounds good. All righty. Okay. Take care. Bye. It was Alex from Canada. You know, it's my goal now. I've just decided to have coffee with with every poet in the world at one point or another. So uh, I don't know. I guess I should set up a, a, a schedule, a website. You can sign up for, for slots. Let's do this. Let's all have coffee. <clears throat> I'm more of a morning coffee drinker, though I don't get up too early. So I guess mid-morning, really. On a weekend, it might not be till noon or one, frankly, by the time I actually get ready to put food or drink into my mouth. But uh, anyway, I think this is possible. I think I think that we could all do this. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Do call in. Share your National Poetry Writing Month poems with us um, or anything that you'd like. Um, all right. Oh, I forgot to mention. This is another thing that we're another possible theme for today. A couple of days ago was uh, International Haiku Day. It was the 17th. And in fact, one of the poetry writing prompts that we published um, on that day, the only one we published on that day, was from Michael Verga, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, who's a frequent caller to this show. And it was a, uh, a haiku-centric prompt. So feel free. Um, now I've given you... Four possible things that you could do when you call in. One, uh, read any poem you feel like. Two, read your Holocaust Remembrance Day poem. Three, read your National Poetry Writing Month 3030 poem. And four, uh, read a haiku. Heck, if you do a haiku, I might even let you do two. I don't know. I'm just feeling a little giddy today. Uh, Probably because as soon as this show's over, I'm going to go over to the local pet shelter and pet cats for an hour. Uh, that's my plan for today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, our next caller is from the 631 area code. Hello. Hey, Rick. Hi. Hello. Who's this? Uh, it's Rob uh, Platt from New York. Hi, Rob. Hey. How's it going? Uh, I've never been worse. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I, I say that sometimes. <laughs> do we, do no, we need I'm, to start okay. a, an Indiegogo to help out? I <laughs> No, no, I was just kidding. It throws well, that's people relief. off when you say that. It does, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess you know whenever there's an honest answer to how's it going, that uh, even if it's a positive one, it, it does throw it off, you know. Yeah. yeah no one I really. Uh, I got that from a doctor. He used to tell people that when people would say, "How are you?" Yeah, you know, it's a. Uh... It's a it's a thing trying to determine if people really want to know the answer to that question. I think. <laughs> yeah. You know, all this idle conversation that we have. Um, <laughs> um let's uh let's hear your poem. Okay. Uh poem's called Poor. Uh poor wasn't callous hands or hand washed clothes. Poor was words sticking to her tongues like hairs. Poor wasn't tightening her belts, poor was a strap. Poor wasn't no monkey money, no donut money, no gasoline money. Poor was hugs harder to scrape up than extra bucks. Poor wasn't late rent, no rent collectors. Poor was separate meals, every man for himself. Poor was cunt, whore, motherfucker, bastard, cocksucker. Poor wasn't a broken palm, poor was no hand at all. Poor was a fist. Poor wasn't going without a radio. Poor wasn't holes in shoes, holes in sheetrock. Poor wasn't leaky shingles, bad tires. Poor was no song, no dance. Poor was no laughter. Poor wasn't lost job, minimum wage, bills up the ass. Poor wasn't downsizing, factory closing, two part-time jobs, high blood pressure, heart attack. Poor was no love making through the walls. Poor wasn't food stamps. Poor was no pride. Poor wasn't nervous breakdown, shock treatment, locked up in Valhalla. Poor wasn't loaves of bread from the church. 
Poor was flipping the dinner table over. Poor wasn't kicked out of the house. Poor wasn't no inspection sticker, no breaks, no spare. Poor wasn't no vacations. Poor was no words for a year. Poor was never coming up from Virginia, never coming down from Westchester. Poor was alone in one's own skin. Poor was coke, alcohol, horses, failure, fuck up, bum, no good. Poor was was complete silence, a face fighting in newspapers and racetracks. Poor was crying in a dark room. Poor was a knife at a throat, a fight at a funeral. Poor was knuckles through windows and doors. Poor was another woman, a hard smack on a cheek already bloody. Poor was not one kiss ever. Poor was only touching shoulders coming and going. Poor was never reading your son's poems. Uh, that's the end of that that was stellar. That was um, I really enjoyed that and well well read too, Rob. That, thank you so much. Oh, thanks, uh, Rick. It's an, uh, uh, that was I, I wrote that a while ago, but I, I it works when you read it out loud. I think you know uh, if you don't catch one line, you catch another. So I mean, yeah, some people catch a, all of them. <laughs> sure, I, there's a certain um, engaging rhythm to to list poems. You know, uh, to to the yeah. repetition, which just which just draws you in. So um, I was definitely drawn in, uh, dr- drawn in, drew in. I don't know. I was in. <laughs> Not sure how I was Thanks in, for... but I was in. Um, do, do you uh, t- tell us about poetry where where you live? Um, are you in New York City? Uh, no, I'm I'm a little outside in New York. I I hardly get in there because I never really leave too much, you know, within a, a certain radius of my town, but uh, I guess I'm a recluse, but um, I do have a talking, uh, speaking about um, prompts, I have a new, uh, something new I did. It, it just came out. It's a, it's a 35 prompt uh, it, uh, exercise book for, for poets and uh, it's called An Axe for the Frozen Sea. It's a takeoff of that Kafka quote um uh, a book is an axe for the frozen sea inside us and mm. it's got 35 different prompts for uh for poets or it doesn't have to be for poets but it's i guess it's kind of geared towards poets more but it could be for anybody for, for you know fiction or whatever that's cool and and is that just out you said uh yeah it just came out on the epic rights press uh probably like a, a month or two ago. It's uh, it's cheap. It's it's $6. It's got an amazing cover by uh, uh, my photographer, uh, friend Yvette Soul. It's got a, it's a block of ice with a anatomical, anatomically correct heart sticking out of it. It's really cool. But, I mean, that's what I thought of when I heard that quote, like everybody had the like a block of ice around their heart and if if they read and write and do art maybe they can crack open you know the the heart from the from the sea <laughs> the frozen sea it uh, it looks really cool i'm i'm looking at it right now um and oh, and uh, and i just posted a link to it in the in the little chat room uh, for oh, blog great. talk radio for anyone that is who's in there so um cool yeah that's yeah, j- leads, just out this it year it leads off with the it leads off with the first prompt is a write a hate letter to somebody so it's it's very engaging i think and the exercises are about the you know really tapping in, you know, people, making people tap into emotions. That's really cool. You know, I know lots of people are always looking for ideas and things to write, especially this month when when people are trying to, you know, some people are trying to write a a poem every single day. So the more the merrier. And uh, congratulations on this this new book. It's it's really cool to... uh, uh, it's really cool to, um, as a poet, I think to um, to do what you're doing, not just write, but to but to to give other people food for thought and direction and, and ideas on how they can they can further their own art as well. There's a certain selfless thing, I think, to uh, to teaching and oh, helping others with that. So um, great. Well, Rob, I, uh, really cool to hear your poem and to learn about that book. And um, please call in again. What, what city are you calling from in New York, man? Uh, New York. I'm on Long Island, actually. Oh, Long Island. Okay. 
Uh, I'm learning all about That's Long Island. That's probably why I've never been worse. <laughs> <laughs> they, should short, they, should just, they should shorten that island, I think. Uh, it, would just, <laughs> it, would, it would help, you know. Um, cool. Well, uh, there's an interest. I don't know if you watched the show Turn uh, on AMC about the uh, the the Revolutionary War spies. A lot of it takes place on Long Island. So I'm learning all about places like Sawtucket <laughs> in, from Revolutionary times. So uh, look around yeah, for you know, you know Revolutionary uh, uh, War uh, era stuff that might be lying around there in Long Island. Um, uh, Rob, thanks again for calling in, and I hope to hear from you again. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, take care, Rick. Right. You too. Bye. Bye. That was uh, uh, Rob Plath calling from Long Island, New York, who's never been worse. Um, he's got a new book out called An Axe for the Sea, um, which is a book of writing prompts. I just posted a link to it in the chat room. You can check it out if you're if you're interested and are looking for uh, another source of ideas and things uh, to write about. Um, and I loved his poem. That was so cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the number to call in is area code. Six four six seven one six seven three six two. I believe there's also a direct connect button on the web page if you're listening to the show. If you've got a good mic and wanna wanna not use your phone to call in, you're more than welcome to to use that as well. Um, uh, sometimes the uh, sound is a little better using a microphone versus excuse me uh, use versus using uh, the sound quality from a telephone. But uh, either way, no problem. Happy to hear your voice. Uh, and your poem in any case. Our next caller is from the 860 area code. Hi. Hi. This is Valerie from Maine. Hi, Valerie. From from Bangor, right? Yes, Bangor. Sorry, I'm pronouncing it in the... the, We had a national story about pronounce that correctly. (laughs) Uh, you know, there was a story on NPR this week about um, um, <clears throat> the, it, it wasn't for for Bangor, but it, there was another city that had an umlaut in it uh, that has been pronounced wrong by everyone but the Swedish residents of the town. Uh, right. So, so I guess there's there's a whole uh, thing going on with uh, now of of how to pronounce the names of towns. Um, so it's okay. I will try to remember uh, for the for the future to to emphasize the gore <laughs> <laughs> yes. in uh, in Bangor. Like Just think of Stephen King, gore. Oh, right, of course. He's from up there, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, Valerie, what do you got for us today? Well, I have lot. I have haikus because I heard it was a haiku theme. That's one of our uh, possible uh, themes, so sure, go for it. Read a couple. I certainly have haikus. Uh, Let's see. I will do my favorite one that I did for a poetry prompt that I did for for coffee. The poetry prompt was for a poem about coffee. So I wrote a haiku, 575. Drowning in coffee. Spit take. Time's embarrassment. My shirt has wet spots. The end. <laughs> I I almost forgot that haiku are so short. <laughs> um, they are cool. Nice. You got another? And I have one just. I have one just for you, Rick. I've got one just for you. I can't the wait. Cat haiku. All right. This and I didn't write this. This was by my husband, Cat. Cosmo, we had two cats, uh, Cosmo and Snowfeet, so that will be their names. Cosmo, unknowing. Snowfeet is now on two feet. Fur copulates rug. <laughs> the end. It sure as heck does. I can I can tell you that. Um, yes. <clears throat> so cool, Valerie. Glad glad to hear those. Yeah, you know, every Sunday, uh, sometimes Saturday, I go over to a. A pet shelter around the corner, and um, and uh, and and basically just pet cats for an hour. They, they have a volunteer position there called cat socializer. So it's 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 kind of cool. Um, yeah. And there's a, yes, it's kit, cool, Rick. And on top of it, it's it's kitten season. So it's like it's Aww. there's all these tiny kittens everywhere. So it gets a little crazy, and I and I get a, a 
you know, a warning from my wife every week. You may not bring another cat home. <laughs> you know, so uh, all I can do is I send pictures. I was wondering back. about that. Yeah, it's hard, especially around now when there's all these four and five week old kittens hanging out over there. Um, yeah. So cool. Anything else you want to tell us about before I let you go and get get to the next caller? Anything poetry wise going on with you or in Bangor? Uh, I want to tell you two things really quick. I met the first inaugural poet, Richard Blanco, who came to the Bangor Public Library. So huge shout out to the Bangor Public Library for putting that on. Yay! Yay. Richard Richard Blanco was picked by President Obama to write the poem for his inauguration. Right. Yeah, you mentioned this last month, I think, that was going to happen. So it happened. Yes, yes. And the second thing is, I still have a book. Um, it's called Details. I still have it. It's on Amazon. <laughs> it's a poetry book. Cool. Um, it's uh, it's uh, it's ca- called uh, Details. You said, and it's by you, Valerie Details. Beers. By Valerie Beers. Yes. Cool. Well, um, I'm going to locate it and then post a uh, a link to it in the in the chat room. So, in case anyone else is uh, interested in it, uh, they can um, they can check it out. Yes. Hey, thank you so much, Rick. Actually, what's how to, tell me how to spell your name so I can look it up uh, correctly? Valerie B A L E R I last name Beers B E E S. Like fruit beer. Got it. Cool. All right. Well, um, uh, thanks again for calling in, as always. And um, I uh, look forward to talking to you next time. Oh, yes. And I'm going to hitchhike with Alex from Canada. So can I have coffee with you, too? Sure. That sounds great. All right. (laughs) I'm going to hitchhike, Alex. Hope he's still listening. Well, you 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 two can be can be in touch in in the chat room uh, if yes. if you need to, if you need to if you need to work this out. He's coming from a whole different part of the, the world, uh, so you know you may have to make your way over to uh, southern central Canada um, uh, oh. before uh, before you're able to uh, to do that. But uh, but you know it all sounds possible. All right, we'll Valerie, thank we'll work on it. Thanks so much for calling in and and uh, and uh, sharing your haiku. And talk to you next time. Thank you, Rick. All right, bye. It was Valerie De Beers from Bang Bangor Bangor, Maine. The third time was the correct correct pronunciation. Incidentally, it, it's not Bangor Bangor Bangor. It's uh, that's just me attempting to pronounce it correctly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got about a half an hour left in the show. Plenty of time for you to call in and read a poem. The number six four six seven one six seven three six two. Our next caller, blocked number. Hello. It is Michael. Hey, Michael, how are you? Heaven will be a coffee house of the creative class of poetry, of poets. Michael in Birmingham, I was hoping that after you mentioned the the haiku prompt that my call might be next, but it wasn't. That's okay. I'm here now. Um, I enjoy putting that prompt together. And uh, there's a website called the Haiku Foundation, which is just a treasure. It's the most comprehensive. Haiku, Grand Central, I mean, all the authorities are there, the big the big names, uh, uh, people that have brought the haiku into the English language. and uh, The monsters of okay, haiku. Okay, so uh, let's see. I always have so much I want to say. Um, a poem that's in the Holocaust issue, congratulations on the 17th issue. I won't read that poem because it's on the website, and people can go to it uh, and um, if they haven't already and, and read that. Um Cool. Um, I did write some haiku, of course. You know, um, uh, called Skyku because it's based on a, the image of the sky. It evolved into a, a, a small poem, and which is not unusual. Sometimes a haiku will generate into a longer poem, and it's not a haiku sequence either. It's actually a poem. But I'm not going to read that one. I just mentioned it, so I did do some haiku writing. Um, I wrote one that's not related to the Sky Coup poem. What I like to read today is because, and I don't think it's any great observation, but I just wanted to, uh, uh, someone who's read what I'm going to read, they, it's either, it made them focus on the um, the fact that in the middle of, of National Poetry Month, 
in addition to it being National Library Week, which I've always thought was strategically and, and appropriately placed, and also with, with haiku on the 17th being about in the middle of the um, National Poetry Month, but also at the very 15th in the middle is tax day, you know, the big tax day. So I didn't know that day that that evening I'd be writing this poem entitled Exemption, Dividing the Month of Poetry like that Red Sea, God, the repo man, not a tax man, claims and refunds us all, everyone. Claims and refunds us all, everyone. And if you like, if it's permissible, I'll read a little one haiku, but if not, it's okay. Go for it. Okay, you know the saying that we have from the cradle to the grave? This is based on that. Uh, from the cradle, from the cradle, the heart bypassing the grave. Talk cool. Well, Michael, thank you, month. thank you very much for, sure. um, as always, holding the torch for for haiku and uh, for educating us every time that you call in about all all kinds of different things. I did post a link to the Haiku Foundation dot uh, org in the uh, chat room though that's it it's the haiku foundation dot org in case anyone is listening and not in the chat room and wants to check it out anything else going on in in uh, in Birmingham you want to let us know about uh you know when I get off the phone it'll occur to me <laughs> that's the way it is for me it's kind of like senior moments uh, no other than I've uh, I I enjoy putting that prompt together I've already got some ideas for a prompt next year and so um. Uh, I didn't know that I was going to be writing a poem, a Holocaust poem based upon that movie, but the Holocaust Center here had a film series, which they aired at the Mountain Brook Library. Mountain Brook is a suburb of Birmingham, and the library itself is called Emmett O'Neill Library. And uh, I like I mentioned that also because it's National Library Week, and it's kind of like uh, that's a place where I'm at a lot of times. Emmett O'Neill Library is like a home away from home. It's rare if I'm not. I've already been there twice today. Here it is Sunday. I've been in there twice today, and uh, it's just um, I came up in libraries, and that's one of my main ones. But that's where they that's where they viewed those films, those four films, and a professor. I can't recall his name, but from the UAB, University of Alabama in Birmingham, he introduced and afterwards talked about them. And I said to myself, well, you know, that's what I can write about for a poem. I like film and poetry. And I'm glad you selected the two that I submitted. I'm glad that you selected the one about the two brothers because it's just uh, the fraternity of it. And that's so. But anyway, that's, you probably have other callers waiting. I'm glad I got in this month for National Poetry Month, et cetera, and uh, – talk to you uh if not next month in the near future sounds good michael thanks so much for calling in and uh and and all of that that was uh michael calling from birmingham alabama who not only uh uh, did he submit a, a prompt for our poetry writing prompt a day project, uh, which we published in conjunction with National International Haiku Day a couple days ago? But he also submitted a, a poem, which we published in our Yom HaShoah Holocaust Remembrance Day issue, which you can read uh, online. And of course, if you're a regular listener to our show, you're probably familiar with our voice, with his voice, because uh, he calls in all the time. So thanks so much, Michael. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing all that. All right, uh, the number to call in is six. 646-716-7362. Moving on, our next caller is from the 705 area code. Hello. 705? All right. Uh, never mind, 705. Moving on uh, to uh, 256. Hello, 256. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Who's this? Gary from Alabama. Did, uh, your um, what's your first name again? Gary. 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 G A R. Oh, Gary. Yes. Cool. Uh, nice to hear you. You, you called. You, did you call him before, Gary? I have. Yeah, I thought yeah, I. I, I thought go by Wayne Dog like... sometime when I'm on there. Okay. Either uh, one, Gary, Wayne Dog, it all works. Yeah. 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 Um, All right, what do, you, actually, what do you got? What do you got for us this month? Welcome to this piece called "Truth Be Told." Normally, I don't write a, in a manner to offend, 
However, truth be told, I'm fed up, hard ate up, with the decision within the United States of America. What's so united about it when there's so much division that common denominators hate? The fallacies of a bunch of conservatives aimed solely to dishonor the policies of a black president. When they signed and wrote a letter to Iran, Iran passed Rand Paul and Tim Cotton to the back of the bus to get a better view of the backside of a Republican political tactics. Sometimes it's infallible to put my feelings in perspective. One need a dictionary to dissect American imperfections on race relations, police brutality, gun violence in schools, and terrorist threats. Truth be told, I do not think the United States race issue will ever be resolved, especially when there's blatant discrimination and unneutralized ignorance involved. Operating like a dysfunctional family with dyslexia, it's no wonder the justices and other lawmakers have a hard time interpreting the Constitution. We the people, life, liberty, the pursuit of happening, happiness, all men are created equal, blah, blah, blah. Really. Well, say, can you see? Forget the dawn early life. Now we have brighter buzz with LED. And truth be told, isn't it ironic that some terrorists teach their children to be jihadists in the name of religion? while in America, mentally disturbed children perform sadistic attacks on their fellow sick classmates in a system where prayer is shunned or barred from being practiced. And on another note, did Madison Wisconsin notice what happened in Florida, New York, Cleveland, and Ferguson? Did officers not hear the protesters cry, Black Lives Matter? Now another mother is forced to bury her unarmed son. Keep fighting for justice for Trayvon, Mike Brown, and now Tony Robinson. And we sure heard SAE, Sigma, Alpha, Epsilon, in Oklahoma singing they'd rather see a brother hung from a tree than part of their fraternity. SAE, I think it's a stupid ass in summer. So bold yet so stupid to not know that there's an iPhone reporter waiting to video and post their ridiculousness. And truth be told, I'm not sure I'm disappointed, dumbfounded, or disillusioned to think every time we have arrived in a united country, I get a reminder of America's sordid, sad, sorry history. I'm incredible, incredulous if in my lifetime race relations would ever improve. Truth be told, Lady Liberty is no longer a virtuous lady. Prostituted by a a bigoted pimp, Uncle Sam, high on legalized marijuana and sporting a nucleus hard-on for terrorists, even Mr. Boner with a Trojan on, the Trojan virus is still able to spread malicious malware like Ebola throughout the House of Representatives. It only seems to represent their backward-ass agenda. So beware, Ms. Welfare, Ms. Fannie Mae, Ms. Fike, and any other government funding program designed to assist the poor and elderly. They say you're some high-maintenance ladies. Hmm. Well, to be sodomized with no Vaseline, KY jelly, subsidized or federal protection. Truth be told, this Congress led by a bonehead and sissy gram should be called the United States. Assholes. Well, Gary, there's a lot of vivid imagery in that poem uh, and a lot of heartfelt uh, emotion as well. Thank you for sharing it with us. Uh, thank you. Thanks for calling in. Um, anything going on in your town in poetry you want to mention? Uh, not really. All right. We'll start something up so you got something to talk about next time besides the poem. All right. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Thanks for calling in, man. All right. All right. That was uh, Gary calling also from Alabama. Um, uh, our, the number to call in is uh, 646-716-7362. I've got three people in the queue. I'm pretty sure we'll get to all of you now. We might be able to squeeze a couple more in. So if you uh, would like, do call in 646-716-7362. The num- next caller is from, let's see here, the 212 area code. Hi. Is that me? That's you. Oh, hello. It's Erica. Erica. Oh, wow. You you uh, you responded to my, uh, I, I, my. I'm very obedient to what I'm told on Twitter. So. <laughs> well, well, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> um, 
So uh, 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 tell us where you're calling from, Erica. I'm calling from New York City. New York City. I've heard of it. Yeah. A few people have. And I was encouraged to call in because um, you were kind enough to publish my poem in the Holocaust Remembrance Edition, which I didn't know about before this year. I think part of um, National Poetry Month this year has really been very special for me because I've gotten to see a lot of sites, including yours, that do wonderful work with the prompts. And I think it was actually first visiting for the purpose of the prompts that I discovered that you you do this this um, collective issue every year, and, and that's when I, I sent in my poem. And uh, that's cool. And sure enough, we took it. I'm I'm so glad you came across us. And um, thanks for you know I uh, it's it's so cool when people think enough of. Uh, what we're doing to to spread the word about it. I really appreciate you tweeting that you were listening to the show, and I'm I'm really happy that you're you're calling in right now. Well, thank you. So, do you, do you have a poem for us? Yeah. Well, I thought I would read the poem that's actually included oh, cool. in the in this year's um, mem- remembrance collection. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the poem is called Punktlichkeit, um, which is a German word, and you will begin to understand it, or I mean, I know you've read the poem already, but everybody will begin to understand it um, as the poem goes on, or at least that's the intent. Pucklishkeit, with thanks to Stephen M. Lowenstein. My father's parents were Germans, and they were Jews, and they were born long ago, one just before and one just after the outbreak of the war that was to end all wars, but didn't. They came to New York in 37 and 38, met and married and had a son. From them, I have inherited copies of Der Struvelpeter and Budenbrooks, a fondness for Riesling and Punktlichkeit. Punktlichkeit is beyond punctuality. It is showing up ahead of time for movies, meetings, and medical appointments, submitting papers and assignments safely before their deadlines, and returning books to the library at least one day prior to their due dates. Punktlichkeit is a preemptive way of life, and not everyone admires it. Even Rabbi Brewer of Frankfurt, later of Washington Heights, scolded guests who rang his doorbell before the agreed-upon time. Zufru ist ausnicht punktlich. But Punktlichkeit served my grandparents well. They left Germany before the Kristallnacht, before the MS St. Louis, before their neighbors were called to trains that went first to France and then to Auschwitz. Who knows how many reported to the railways before the hour they were told. Yeah, that's... It's it's made me think a lot about showing up places on time when I when I read your poem um, um, and the effects of that. Uh, it, um, great piece. Thank you so much for sending it in. Thank you for for calling in and and reading it as well. And thank you so much for all that you're doing. My pleasure. Do you uh, is there anything that you uh, want to tell us about that going on in your poetry world? A project someone should know about, or a reading that you go to in the city that you want to let people know about? Anything like that? There's almost too much going on in the city. I think that the main thing is that I hope everyone's checking your prompts and, and as you mentioned, all the other great prompts that are going around the web this month. Um, I've, the thing that I'm happiest about is that I've actually managed to draft a poem every day this month, which is, I guess, the idea. We'll see you know, yeah. what happens with all of those poems, but that's really the thing I'm, I'm most excited about right now. Thanks for asking. Oh, my pleasure. And you, I, I know you have a website. Do you want to tell us what it is in case people would like sure. to? Sure. Well, people uh, can go to ericadreyfus.com, um, and my name is along with the poem on your site, so they can find it. And um, I publish a monthly newsletter called The Practicing Writer, where I try to share opportunities and calls for submission for um, poetry, fiction, and creative nonfiction. I stick with the opportunities that don't charge reading fees and that pay their writers for that for the purposes of that newsletter. So so everyone's encouraged to subscribe. That's like a dream come true. Um, <laughs> it's uh, my little gift to the literary community. We all do what we all do our part, right? Y- yeah, we sure do. Um 
Cool. Well, it's so great to talk with you and and I guess to virtually meet you, uh, yeah, as it were. Yeah, same, same uh, here, and I look forward to staying in touch. Yeah, likewise. All right, cool. Thanks for calling Take in. Take care. Erica. Bye. Bye. It was uh, Erica Dreyfus. Uh, you can check her out on the web at uh, ericadreyfus.com. That's E-R-I-K-A-D-R-E-I-F-U-S.com. You can also find a direct link to that in the in the Blog Talk Radio chat room for this show, which I just posted. And if you read through the uh, Yom HaShoah Holocaust Remembrance Day issue of the Poetry Superhighway last week's issue when you get to Erica's piece, which she just read, and who wouldn't want to go and see how the word – oh, no, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. The uh, the German word uh, about being on time is uh, is is spelled. It's, uh, it's fabulous. It's an experience unto itself. Uh, but anyway, you can see her bio and a link to her website there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 10 minutes left. Call in. Would you uh, – eight one not 818. That's almost my phone number. Don't call my phone number. That will not help you. The number to call in is 646-716. 7362. Our next caller is from the 310 area code. Hello. Hi there, Rick. My name is Carrie Turbo, and I'm calling from Redondo Beach, California. Redondo Beach. Wow. We could, we uh, You practically could have just driven over here to read the poem. Right. <laughs> exactly. I met you once, actually, at Redondo Poets, and um, I'm actually really excited because this week on Tuesday the 21st, I'm going to be the featured poet at Redondo Poets. Oh, that's great! That's such a great reading that um, that Larry Colker uh, and Jim Doan have done for for so many years, and it's just I, you know, I for so many years I ran a reading also on Tuesday nights, and for the most part couldn't go. But over the last twenty years or so, I've I've gotten to go twice, and and I you mm-hmm. know uh, recently I guess it was last year, late last year, and I, I had such a great experience there. Um, such a warm crowd and um, supportive crowd, and um, they actually they asked me to come back um, at some point later this year. I I forget the date, but it's not this week, and it's before next year. So watch. I believe path. you're actually I believe you're actually following me, and I'm going to be a tough act to follow. So you know. <laughs> well, maybe I shouldn't you're, even you're bother. The pro, you're the pro, though. So. Well, we'll we'll see about that. Um, Carrie, let, let's hear your poem. Okay. Um, this is a really lighthearted poem because my set on Tuesday is going to be really kind of lighthearted. And this is called Ode to a Taco. Oh, taco, oh, taco, your simple bravado. Toss on some cilantro, skip the avocado. You're not from Japan and you're not from Morocco. Your masculine form, it does not make you macho. Some say you're unhealthy. That's just loco taco. I love you by street truck. Where you go, I'll follow. Oh, taco. Oh, taco. Oh, taco. Thank you. That's, um, for some reason I'm starving now that you've read that. That's <laughs> that's a great poem. Uh, you know, uh, what a great ode. How how fun that is. I'm sure that uh, the audience in, at the coffee cartel are going to are gonna dig that. And, and who doesn't love a lighthearted set of poetry when it can be so heavy so much of the time? Right, I'm just I'm just going for fun, and I'm really looking forward to seeing your set as well. Cool, I'm gonna have to put it. So you're saying it's it's a it's a week from Tuesday that I should make sure that no, I show up then. I think it might be. It's on the web somewhere. <laughs> it is. I actually have it on my calendar. I just uh, you know believe it or not, I'm not going through my personal calendar when I host the show, so I'm gonna have to get back to myself on that. <laughs> And make sure I show up for it. Um, cool. Anything else going on in, with with in poetry with you? Uh, website or any any other? Do, do you go to the coffee cartel on a regular basis? Um, I go um, pretty regularly, and I also have an Etsy shop where I have a book of poetry, and my Etsy shop is called Sweet Mayhem Zinery. Sweet Mayhem Zinery. V i n e r y. Oh, cool. Um, well, I'm going to check that out. That's that's awesome. Um, cool. All right. Well, well, Carrie, thanks so much for calling in. Good luck on Tuesday. Um, I'm sure you'll knock them dead. It would be cool if you actually passed out taco shells during that poem. Oh, right, right. That's a fantastic idea. Thank you. <laughs> Just some, something to think about. I, a, a number of years ago, I saw the band Jane's Addiction play at the John Anson Ford uh, Amphitheater back in the 90s. And uh, during one particular song... 
uh, women dressed in French maid outfits um, started hurling flour tortillas into the audience like frisbees. So maybe you could build on definitely. So you know, build on that. Definitely. Thank you so much for the idea. No problem. My pleasure. That's why I'm here. Um, all right, cool. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Good luck on Tuesday, and, and hopefully I'll see you when I'm there in a couple weeks. Okay, fantastic. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. All right, that was Carrie calling from Redondo Beach, California. A um, uh, couple minutes left in the show, 646-716-7362. Our next caller, um, another block number. Hello. Wait. It's not there. It is. Oh, and it's gone. Okay, gosh, no callers on the line. See, I timed this all wrong. If you are listening right now, you could be the last caller if you call in. Uh, area code six four six seven one six seven three six two. Have a poem that's uh, you know not more than a couple minutes long. Call in right now and read it. I'll be happy to put you on the air. In the meantime, I want to say thank you to everyone who's called in so far. Um, thanks to. Lori from Steubenville, Ohio, who opened up the show. Thanks to Alex uh, from Canada. Uh, when you call from Canada, I guess you don't even need to say the city because you know you're sort of representing the whole country, as far as I'm concerned. Rob Plath, who read a stellar poem, "Poor," from uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, Valerie De Beers. Oh, it's not De Beers. Valerie Beers from Bangor, Maine, who not only read her poem but uh, gave us an important pronunciation lesson on uh, the title of her town. Let's see, that uh, blocked caller is back. Let's see if they were able to to, to connect. Uh, no. All right. Not even going to try again, blocked caller, unless you call in a non-blocked number. There you go. Take that, blocked callers of the world. Um, I want to thank Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, for calling in. Michael's a regular caller. He's an advocate of the haiku, always lets us know what's going on in his neck of the woods in Birmingham, Uh, Gary, also calling in from Alabama, reading a piece of social consciousness as well. Thank you for calling in, Er uh, Gary. Uh, Erica from New York City, uh, telling us there's just too much going on in poetry, you know, in New York City. So so just calm down, New York City, already. Uh, Get focused over there, would you? Um, So thank you, Erica. Good to meet you and and hear your voice. And finally, uh, Carrie calling from Redondo Beach, California, who will be uh, reading at the Coffee Cartel this week, um, an awesome uh, reading series that you should definitely check out if you're in Southern California, which for so many years I couldn't go to because I hosted a reading also on Tuesday nights, which just ended um, after twenty, almost 21 years back in December. Uh, the venue closed, and uh, so uh, let's shed a tear for the Cobalt Cafe uh, and... Uh, and uh, right now, I'm I'm not hosting a reading. And well, I guess I am. I'm hosting a reading right now. What? what <laughs> how bizarre to say while hosting a reading that I'm not currently hosting a reading. I guess this counts. Wow, we did it, people. This is happening. All right. Um, our next show is going to be on Sunday, May 17th, another edition of the Poetry Superhighway Live Worldwide Open Reading. No particular theme that month, but we invite you to to save the date and call in and read your poems. Uh, It will be again at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, uh, We ask that you do the math there because otherwise it just makes our brain hurt having to do addition and subtraction in addition to poetry. I guarantee you it will be at 2 p.m. Pacific um, uh, please do uh, check out our poetry writing prompts online. We've got 11 more to publish this month for National Poetry Month, uh, and perhaps you'll consider posting a poem that you write as a result of having read one of these prompts in uh, as a comment to the post on the uh, on on the in the Facebook group. There you go. Uh, next week we're gonna next month um, and at the end of National Poetry Month we're gonna start talking about our. Our um, our summer poetry contest, which happens uh, every year, I forget where this is the 19th one, the 18th, the 20th. It's it's a big number. I don't know. Um, and we're going to be asking you to submit prizes. Uh, one of the cool things about our contest is that we give a prize to every single person who enters. Uh, in addition to the fact that you could win um, the big prize, the cash prize for entering, etc. So stay tuned for that. Thanks so much for listening. I'm going to go pet cats for an hour right now. Um, Go pet orphans of Southern California. Have a great rest of National Poetry Month, everyone. Bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.